Welcome to The Creep End. I'm your host, Brittany, and this is my co-host and sister, Kaylin. Hello. And we are on episode number... Oh, shit. Uh, 47? Did I get that right this week? Yeah. Good job. Yay! Yay me! (laughs) And this is our official one-year anniversary. It is. To the day. To the day. Our first episode dropped a year ago today. Happy one year. Oh, happy one year. I tried to get you a present, and that failed. She also forgot my cheesecake. I forgot I said I would buy cheesecake, and I didn't, so we're having a very uneventful one year party. I got my kids doing homework, you know. Mine's Dog. sleeping, finally. There's a sleeping. The dog's, dog's chewing on Chewing on shit, whatever. So, there we go. Sorry. Fun times to be had by all. All the fun things. Uh, yeah, so, besides that bit of excitingness, do you have any spooky updates? No, I don't. I'm boring. Oh, it's really quiet for you. Yeah. I heard some shit at work again the other night when I was there. Okay, when I was there, I didn't see anything, but I can see how creepy your fucking station is. Yeah, because it goes right down the hallway. Oh my god, You see god, right down the hallway from the mirror. creepy. So I'd be seeing shit in there all the time. Nope. Well, I was cleaning up in the back, of course, and then it sounded again like somebody was walking. Mm. So I like hurried up and ran, and mm-hmm. then of course I forgot something in the back room it's time to like unlock the door and run back there and get it and run back again oh my goodness it's like no it's fine. and then i discovered that oh i think i talked about this last episode never mind my sounds in the bathroom oh yeah you figured those out the fucking critter family yeah, they're getting okay. evicted <laughs> um yeah, I guess it's not been very spooky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's kind of boring. So boring. We have nothing. No presents. No cheesecake. No spooky stuff. I'm gonna have some bomb ass potato salad. Where the fuck did that come from? Our neighbor. That was fucking hella good. Yeah, that's a redeeming quality. Oh my goodness. I was like, there's bacon bits in the tater salad. Oh my god. Oh boy. My kids are trying to whisper in the background, but yet you could hear them whispering. That's gotta be quiet. It's the loudest whisper possible. (laughs) Um. Alright. Well, mm-hmm. I guess let's just get started. I feel boring. I'm sorry. That's why I had to feel boring, too. I feel like I had plans and my plans went awry. It's okay. Shit happens. It's alright. We'll just have a extended celebration. <laughs> we'll just... I don't know. It's okay. You can come and pick me up for coffee. We'll celebrate. There we go. That works. Uh, so, yeah. So, for today's episode, I decided to do a very brief straight to the point uh tower tower of london i also did these notes and then my laptop did not save them so i had to redo them 
so it's gonna be even worse than probably what it was gonna be the first time you know what at least you could just redo them like that though if i forget this shit we're fucked like (laughs) (laughs) hold on i gotta write them all down again yeah i I hand write my notes guys i I started typing them i like i don't have to worry about it i like the handwritten because it makes me remember it more yeah and like instead of just like reading it you know and then thinking i remember it like writing it down helps me like jog my memory of something else that was like included in that section that i didn't write down yeah for sure all right well mm. that's just on being old that's just a, just a different way of learning it's the like all right well the tower of london so um the Tower of London was the Tower of London. No, I'm just going <laughs> to say. How many times are going to say the Tower of London? All of the times. Not enough. Um, so it wasn't always like it's best known for being like a like a political prison and like a place mm-hmm. where they held people before they were executed. Oh. But it wasn't always that. It was actually like a castle that mm-hmm. royalty lived in at one point. Um, the complex complex consists of the White Tower, which is known as the Bloody Tower, the Bucamp Tower, Bucamp, Bu, yeah, Bucamp, no, Bucamp, whatever, and the Wakefield Tower, and it is all surrounded by a moat, which was originally um, fed by the Thames. Thames? Is that how they say it? Yeah, Thames. Thames. T-A-M-E-S? No, T-H-A-M-E. It's not a th. No, then it's... It's tame. There you go. Okay. I I don't know. I've never been to To London, so... I've only been to Canada. Sad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was gonna say we've been to Alaska, but please, please slap me in the face for that. (laughs) Quit quit while you're ahead there. Um, But the moat was drained in 1843... And the only entrance to the complex from land is at the southwest corner. In the Middle Ages is when the Tower of London became a prison and a place for execution for political crimes and some... Well, we're going to get into all these people, so... I was going to do like a brief list, but I changed my mind. I don't know. Should I say it? Mm. Fuck. <laughs> oh God. So Jeez. among those that were killed, there were um, Edmund Dudley, um, Sir Thomas More, uh, Anne Boleyn, who is the second wife of Henry VIII, Lady Jane Grey and her husband, and Lord Guildford Dudley, and some other people who were held there as prisoners were. Um, Princess Elizabeth, who later became Queen Elizabeth I, and Guy Fawkes, which, if you know your V for Vendetta and your 5th of November, that is, that's Guy Fawkes, that whole, um, attack on the, whatever, we'll talk about it later, and Sir Walter Rayleigh. And up until World War One, several spies were also executed there by firing squad. Oh. So we're just kind of going to go one by one. Um, so Thomas Beckett was appointed as Archbishop in 1161, and he was a close friend of King Henry II. 
Um, however, uh, royals and people in court often had tumultuous relationships and would turn on each other and, you know, get all, I don't know, backstabby. So the two friends ended up having a falling out and uh, when Beckett sided with the church over the king on the topic of who should have jurisdiction over members of the clergy. Uh, so Henry felt that he was betrayed and attempted to punish Beckett, but Beckett was able to flee to France. However, a few years later, four of Henry's knights tracked him down and murdered him. So later on, during the reign of Henry's grandson, Henry III, who wanted to um, build an inner wall for the compound of the tower, um, said that Beckett's ghost was spotted by the workers constantly destroying the wall with a massive cross. So every time they would get some of the wall built, they mm -hmm. would come back in and find it completely torn down. Yeah. And then the workers said that they would see uh, Beckett's ghost wandering around. So, in an attempt to pacify uh, Beckett's angry ghost, a chapel was built in his honor, and this did seem to work, and after the chapel was built, his ghost was never seen again. Mm. Um, I should have looked up my VI is six. Sure. All I know is I-X-I-I. Yeah, because V-I-I is eight, so this is six. Okay, okay. cutting that up. Um, Henry VI <laughs> was murdered in the chapel of Wakefield... Oh my god. Henry VI was murdered in the chapel of the Wakefield Tower on May 21st of 1471, and Henry's ghost is said to appear in the chapel about at about midnight on the anniversary of his death. He is also said to wander the chambers of the Wakefield Tower before slowly fading into its walls at the final stroke of midnight. Enemies of the air, beware! Oh my god. I don't remember anyone fading into the walls in that, though. It's written in blood. <laughs> so then Ivy is four. Is it five? So... V is five. Yes, IV is so four. So before, if the ones are before, yes, then okay. yes. So in 1483, King Henry the Fourth died unexpectedly, leaving behind two heirs to the throne: his sons Richard and Edward the Fifth. Um, but at the time, they were only nine and twelve years old. So, uh, his brother Richard the Third basically made himself king until one of the boys would be old enough to take over the throne. However, uh, Richard III had no intentions of relinquishing his throne, so he imprisoned both of the children in the Tower of London. And even though, like, even though all of his, like, political opponents disapproved of his actions, they basically didn't stop him either. Um, eventually, Richard III convinced everyone that both of the princes were illegitimate, and um, he was able to basically fully usurp the power and keep the throne for himself. Um, and then one day, 
the boys just disappeared from the tower without a trace and hmm. uh, no bodies, nothing. And of course, everyone sort of suspected that, you know, Richard had something to do with it, but members of the court weren't going to go out and say anything because they are too terrified for their own safety. And if he would mm-hmm. murk his own nephews, like he's going to murk anybody else. So naturally his reign continued eventually after a few decades the boys bodies were found um two small skeletons were excavated in a secret stairwell compartment Mm. during a renovation um and they were eventually when they were found they were given a proper like royal burial and stuff but People do claim to see the ghosts of the two young boys wandering the halls in their white nightgowns. They always appear to be lost and searching for something, and a lot of the times they're holding hands. Oh, God. I know, it's so sad. I'm um, searching for my uncle to mark him. Yeah, right. And then uh, former Queen Anne Boleyn, who was the second wife of Henry VIII, and I feel like, I mean, all his wives are kind of famous, but I feel like she's more famous than all of the other ones um sure so i never heard of her yeah, what if you watch the tutors show and it's the woman who plays oh you didn't watch game of thrones no. okay it's the woman who plays the side of her head shaved with the leaf tattoo in hunger games oh i know her yeah she plays Anne Boleyn in the tutors our long lost cousin sister thing yeah <laughs> I know I do get told I look like her, which I don't see it, but... It's the nose. I'll take it. And the side profile. I guess when my head was shaved, maybe too. Anyways, so... Uh, Anne Boleyn had come to Henry VIII's court as one of his first wife uh, ladies-in-waiting, and, um, you know, there's, like, speculation she, like, sought out mm-hmm. that role to win over Henry VIII. They're saying like, oh, he just fell in love with her. Mm. He was fat and gross, so he just, you know. He got money, knows? though. I mean, yeah, he was the king, but... Come on. <laughs> There's like a I'd painting of him. Too. I don't know if it's a real painting, but I swear I've seen like a painting where he's got like a chicken leg in his hand or something. Oh god, I'm gonna Google it now. I don't know. Thank you. I could be making things up in my head. That's alright. I hope this it's is real. Like Henry VIII. <laughs> yeah. Like Henry VIII's like chicken painting. I don't know. I think it's fake. Um. Nope, it's right here. Is it? Bro. This is the first thing the fucking pops up. Is it really up. a chicken leg? It looks like a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a food particle. A food particle. A food article. Oh, Lord, I lost my place. So, anyway. um, So, yeah, at first, Anne refused his advances, saying that she didn't want to be his mistress. um, And eventually, because of this, well, part of the reason that... This is part of the reason that Henry ended up um, fighting to have his marriage to Catherine annulled. Mm. Um... And he cite, you know, citing several reasons that she had been his older brother's wife first, and then he married her after he died. 
which would have made their marriage forbidden. He also said that because they didn't have an heir, or they did have an heir, they had a daughter, but because he couldn't produce a son, you know, whatever. But that was the woman's fault back then, remember? Oh, well, naturally. It's all the woman's fault. So after he managed to, without going into the depths of history, eventually he was able to divorce um, Catherine of Aragon and... Uh, he did marry Anne Boleyn, um, but he, she also failed to produce a male heir for him, and so naturally she was accused of committing adultery and treason, and then imprisoned in the Tower of London before being beheaded at the Chapel of St. Peter, uh, and then that's where she was buried. <laughs> oh my god, see, that is an artist rendition. <laughs> that is not... Like the old timey portrait. That's hella funny. That's funny as fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Just hilarious. looking at paintings of him eating a chicken leg. There's a lot of him eating, and it's very, very, like, alarming. Because he was yucky. And he had, like, gout from eating a lot of meat. <laughs> he eats the meats. Yuck. He got the meat sweats. Gross. The gout sweats. The gout sweats. <laughs> Yuck. So, the earliest sightings of Anne Boleyn's ghost date back to 1864, when an employee of the tower um, saw a strange mist that materialized into the figure of a woman, and as she slowly turned to face him, she only had blackness where her face should have been. Oh, hell no. Look. Nope, I would have died right there. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um... She apparently can be seen walking in the gardens late at night, holding her head at her side. Um, Her headless torso will pace through the tower at night and is most frequently spotted in the chapel of St. Peter. Um, A guard that was patrolling the tower um, saw a flickering light in the chapel, so he climbed to one of the windows and looked in and saw like a procession of lords and ladies and knights in armor and at the center of like the little party going on was a small woman and later he like basically said that it had to have been Anne Boleyn it looked just like her Mm. so he remained in the window just kind of like watching what the hell was going on and kind of not believing his eyes and after a few minutes all of a sudden the lights faded and all of it disappeared into thin air. Nope. Um, another one is Margaret Pohl, who was the Countess of Salisbury. Salisbury. Salisbury Steak. Is that where that is? Sure. That shit's nasty. <laughs> Do you remember where they would, like, give that to us? Who are parents uh, in the freaking the like lean cuisine? Thing, the lean cuisine. That, but no, they also had it at, um, I don't know, was it one of the schools we went to? It was like hot lunch. See you. Freaking hot lunch. It was all weird. Um, the best hot lunch ever was a turkey, mashed potatoes, <gasps> and gravy, and I could dig me some of that right <laughs> now. <laughs> that stuff was the best. And the I, egg rolls were pretty good, but that was about it. No, I got the food poisoning from the egg rolls the food poisoning <laughs> i was gonna say use me a fucking spicy chicken sammy though from high school yeah those were good 
the burritos from middle school, the bean and cheese burritos. We never got those, but we had Caesar salads, oh and those were really Ew, good. gross. Never eat a salad. We had pizza, and the pizza was really greasy. The square pizza. Delicious. But delicious. 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 <laughs> delicious. <laughs> <laughs> weirdo. Anyways, this has nothing to do with Margaret Pohl. <laughs> Salisbury. Salisbury. <laughs> Uh, so Margaret Pohl was the niece of the two kings, Edward the Fourth and Richard the Third. She was also related to Henry the Eighth, um, who was the son of her first cousin Elizabeth of York. In the mid fifteen hundreds, um, Margaret's relationship with the crown became strained because she supported Catherine of Aragon, um, as well as their first, or as as well as their daughter Princess Mary. Uh, Margaret's son Reginald. Also, <laughs> the way you fucking said that, Reginald. Reginald. I don't know. Reginald. That just is a really. That's a really regal name. Um, he spoke out against the king, but uh, before he could be murked, he escaped to Italy. But the rest of the family was basically picked up, and uh, Margaret Pole, and I'm assuming her husband Jeffrey, I think is who this Jeffrey man is. Um, were arrested, and then Margaret was Margaret Margaret <laughs> Margaret was transferred to the Tower of London, where she spent two years imprisoned before she was executed in 1541. And it is said that when Margaret was confronted by the executioner, she refused to kneel. Mm. However, when the crowd began to go wild, it made the axeman nervous. And he missed. Like he had a small peepee, didn't it? I maybe. He missed her neck though, and caught her in the shoulder. Oh. And she, like in shock, ran around the courtyard screaming. Well, yeah. Until the executioner was able to catch up with her and <laughs> finally cut her. her head off. So, very drawn out and that was very dramatic. Unfortunate. So many people claim to witness um, her final moments over mm. and over again. So Aww. her ghost is kind of constantly reenacting her last moments as she's screaming out for help. Do you think they do it like, does she do a shoulder and then run around and then that? Or is it just a dude catches her and does that? I need specifics. I feel like if she's screaming, then maybe it's after the... Oh, okay probably the running around mm -hmm. part um lord guildford dudley he haunts the Bucamp tower and he can be seen sitting in his cell and weeping late Aww. into the night he is also said to be responsible for the word jane etched into the wall oh that's fucking creepy mm -hmm. Sir Walter Rayleigh was imprisoned in the tower twice, once for a secret marriage and then once for treason. Um, after he was executed, his ghost began wandering around the bloody tower, mm -hmm. uh, as well as long, along the battlements, now known as Rayleigh's Walk. So, hey, he's got his own spot now. Anyways, so there's this um, chick, Arabella, who married William Seymour, who was the nephew of Lady Jane Grey. Um... And King James I did not give permission for this wedding to happen, so naturally um, he was enraged 
at the possible threat to his throne, so he imprisoned Arabella in the tower. She died there in 1615, and um, some reports claim that she just stopped eating, but others claim that she was murdered, Mm. and she now haunts the queen's house. And um, there is a set of armor that's displayed Mm -hmm. that was worn by Henry VIII, and many of the visitors and employees of the tower report feeling a temperature change around the armor, and it'll become much colder even in the middle of summer. I'm just picturing (laughs) Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Um, Several of the guards that, like, protect the suit Mm -hmm. have said that they've been attacked by invisible forces. They end up with a strangling sensation Mm -hmm. around their necks, and they almost lose consciousness. One guard even said that said that it felt like he had a cloak thrown around him. Oh, God. And then it was, like, being twisted around him, and then it was started to strangle him. Cloak of invisibility. Right? (laughs) And he ended up having red marks left around Mm. his neck. Um, Others describe walking into the room that the armor is in and feeling like they're being crushed alive. And they've attempted to move the suit of armor to, like, different places around Mm -hmm. um the compound or whatever you call it to like see if that would help stop the haunting but it never does it still happens uh let's see as king edward the sixth neared his deathbed um and before he passed he named uh he named the protestant jane gray as his successor instead of his own sister mary tudor however mary tudor was technically you know she's she would have been the next one but uh she ended up taking the throne anyways and imprisoned jane gray and her husband in the tower and they both were beheaded multiple reports claim that they can both be seen wandering around the compound like looking completely lost um and their ghosts will usually appear in the days leading up to the anniversary of their death in 1957 a guard um had a run-in with jane gray's ghost he was patrolling the courtyard and he looked up and saw her headless body walking along the top of the tower and so he quit on the spot (laughs) yeah if i saw anything headless i'd be fucking out of there too yeah um, in 16- As I'm apologizing on my way out, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, gotta go. <laughs> in 1605, um, Guy Fox carried out a plot leading um, a resistance group against the Protestant King James. Fox attempted to blow up the House of Lords with large amounts of gunpowder and explosives to kill everybody inside in order to um, put a Catholic queen on the throne. However, he was caught before they could successfully carry out this plan and was taken to a prison cell in the White Tower where he was tortured before he was hung, drawn, and quartered. And to this day, his screams and calls for help can still be heard by both guards and visitors. Mm-hmm. And that's the um, V for Vendetta guy. Mm-hmm. And supposedly there is the ghost of a woman who is usually dressed in white but will show up in like black robes and supposedly she like castle hops so she can be seen in quite a few castles across england um 
and often visitors will sort of just catch her like white figure mm-hmm. in the corner of their eyes and then um they will smell something really really bad mm-hmm. uh and like a really old pungent overpowering perfume i was gonna say not bathing but sure <laughs> i'm thinking like chanel number five Oh, stinks. Um, <laughs> some visitors then describe feeling like everything is closing around in on them, and then they'll get the chills. Mm-hmm. And in recent years, a lot of tourists report that um, they feel somebody tapping them on the shoulder, and then when they turn around, there's nobody there, but they do catch like a little glimpse of like white that just disappears out of their peripheral mm. vision. And the last thing I have for the hauntings of the tower are um, that a lot of exotic animals and pets were kept here. Mm. Um, So as early as the 1230s, when Henry III was gifted three lions from the Roman Emperor Frederick II, and he decided that the Tower of London was a great place to keep them unfortunately it wasn't a great place to keep them and a lot of the animals that were kept there um died obviously it's just not good tiny cramped conditions for wild animals so over the generations of kings and queens that were storing Mm -hmm. like big game there like tigers elephants and bears um and like ended up even like a zoo for a while. What the fuck? Um, but there was all like deaths of the animals, deaths of several zookeepers and guards, e- even visitors. Um, and then the zoo was like all of it was just shut down in 1835. It took them that long. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so reports would come from patrolling guards that they would see a stampede of like undead horses with glowing red eyes. Mm. and um people walking past the tower um have also claimed to hear lions roaring Mm -hmm. and you can still hear the lions roaring till today nope no you can't and a guard and like one of the most famous stories of animal ghosts is that a guard reported that um a shadow was chasing him and it chased him up a staircase until he um reached an office and he locked the door but he saw the shadow go under the door crack and then when it got in, it transformed into a black bear. And he tried to stab the bear with his bayonet, obviously, as a ghost bear. Mm. So he can't stab a ghost. Um, so then the bear, I guess, just kind of looked at him and then disappeared. Um, but the guard ended up having a heart attack and he died two days later. Holy shit. Yeah. So. Could you imagine, though, like getting slashed by a ghost bear? ghost bear? No, thank you. Uh, yeah, and that is the um, brief creepiness of the Tower of London. Dun, dun, dun. What do you prepare? Prepare. What did I prepare, prepare for you? Prepare for us today. I prepared for you, Elvis. Elvis. Elvis Presley. Nice. I had to catch up, you know. I was doing boring shit. I had to do one good thing. <laughs> one good thing. Okay. And you- then I go back to boring shit after this, <laughs> You won, you won this round. Oh, that was pretty good, though. I don't know if I'm going to do Elvis justice, but I'll try. That's all right. 
He'll just probably fill me in on shit that I get wrong. I don't like that. I don't, is not right. I don't know anything about Elvis' ghost. Okay, but we gotta start with his history. History. His history. So Elvis was born on January eighth, nineteen thirty-five, in Mississippi, and he was supposed to be a twin, but unfortunately, his brother was stillborn. That makes me sad. Sorry. Elvis's family was loving, working class, and moved from place to place. Um, He had a really, really strong bond with his mother. Like, him and his mother were like, they had a really good relationship. He really loved his mama. Um, He had a strong faith in God and attended the Assembly of God Church with his family. And this is kind of when music was like, not introduced to him, but like, this it became an important influence on him and it was all the gospel music that he listened to in church mm-hmm. which i thought was interesting he received his first guitar on his 11th birthday and years later he went on to win the ta- uh, the talent show in high school um he graduated in 1953 and worked a shit ton of jobs while trying to pursue his music career and luckily for him later that year it kind of took off which i'm like that's a very short time like if you think graduations in what like may ish and then you know just really quick sorry um his first demo was recorded that year and sam phillips i didn't look into who that was but he was super important in the (laughs) record industry um took him under his wing uh and he started to tour and record in hopes to catch his big break in 1954 his first single was that's all right his first single though like we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get into it for a second just for a brief minute in 1955 he recorded his first hit can you tell me what it is do you know what it is do you want to know what it is tell me heartbreak hotel oh okay and he signed a movie contract with Paramount Pictures in 1956 and became a popular guest on TV shows. The funny thing when reading about, like, the TV shows is that he was a popular guest, but a lot of, like, producers and stuff only had a problem with his um, exotic dancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His exotic da- His pelvis gyration? Yes. Exotic dancing. <laughs> That's what they called it. So, you know, hey, it's exotic. Absolutely exotic. And in 1956, Love Me Tender became his first film. In 1957, he received his draft notice into the army. And I've totally forgot that this dude served in the military at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And he served in Germany. But before departing to Europe, his mother had passed away. But... He was able to attend her funeral in Memphis. Uh, when he returned to Germany, he met Priscilla. And she has a very lovely last name that I cannot pronounce. Yeah, she was also like 13. Okay, but I can't pronounce her last name and I feel really bad. That's okay. So I apologize. And they married in Vegas on May 1st, 1967. Um, he left the army in the 60s. 
sometime in the 60s and resumed his musical and movie career after. Lisa Marie was born in 1968, and by the 70s, their marriage was unfortunately falling apart, and they divorced in 1973. Priscilla had gained custody of Lisa Marie, and this was mostly because Elvis was battling a growing drug addiction to prescription drugs. He was eventually eventually hospitalized for drug-related health problems, but even though all of this was going on, like, he was still very popular in Las Vegas and going on tour and shit, too. And I honestly did not know that he had a drug problem. I just thought he died of a heart attack, and that was it. Nope. Nope, nope. You learn something new every day. His last concert was performed in 1977 in, I fucking hate this word, Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah. Um, After he returned to his Memphis mansion... Graceland. You want to know what else I found out? That Graceland is not a town. <laughs> it is the it's name just, of his fucking mansion. It's just his house. <laughs> oh my god, I felt like an idiot. I'm like, oh, he lives in Graceland. That must be so cool. He no. is Graceland. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so he returned to Graceland to prepare for another tour. And unfortunately, on August 16th, 1977, he died of a heart of heart failure at the age of 42. That's crazy. So young. Very young. Very handsome. Very young. Um, he is buried on the Graceland property near his mother, father, and grandmother. And every year there is a ceremony held on his death anniversary. So, like, a shit... I mean, a shit ton of people come in and out of that place every day. Yeah. But this is, like, super huge. Um... The most popular one was in 2012, because that's when Lisa Marie and Priscilla made an appearance together. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought that was cool and interesting. Um, His home is open to the public, and tons of people visit annually. So, I guess if you're ever in Memphis, there's a place to stop. Yeah. And you are allowed to go and visit his grave. Yeah. I did not know that. I would... No, thank you. That would be very, very sketchy. You would be sketchy? Gonna go I would be Robin? sketchy. No, that would be sketchy. What if he's actually not buried there? Honestly, I don't think he is. It might be where, like, his stones and stuff are, but I don't think he is laid to rest there. I don't know where he would be laid to rest, but I don't think it is there. Because I have a feeling that weird people would try to have dig them out by now well it's like gated but still people are people are strange maybe i don't know um i don't know what a foyer is a foyer 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 whatever i think it's it's a front room or some shit like that it's like a yeah so in the foyer of. of graceland people have this spine chilling eerie feeling and this is because it is the room or space right under the bathroom where Elvis died. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Um, this one creeped me out the most. Visitors have seen Elvis's face in glass casings throughout the house. So just like, you know, armoire or whatever, china cabinet. Like, well, I've not been to Graceland 
but just from things I've seen, like, it's like a museum. So they have, like, these stuff in cases when you walk through there. I'm just thinking it's still his home, like, not, like, museum-like. It's like a museum now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes more sense now. See? Yeah. Um, A visitor... (laughs) Visitors saw him buy his jumpsuit collection, and we all know how much that man loved his jumpsuits. Dude, I would, I would pay money. I want to see Elvis as a ghost. I would love to go. Like I'm gonna stay in here until I see him. Mm. I don't care how long it takes. Yeah. Um, and apparently he's there quite a lot because he sifts through his jumpsuits. Oh wow! And looks at them. I'm like. Have fun with that. <laughs> um, the mediation garden. I thought I said meditation, but it was mediation garden. Is where he and his family are buried. Um, a visitor has seen him reflected on a glass surface. Oh, like the, sorry. The, the, they're not plaques. The stones. There we go. Because mm. I know to read my handwriting um so a visitor has like seen him reflected in his own stone um he has been seen sitting on his own area all right yeah so priscilla has said that his spirit communicates with her regularly oh she has said that when she visits graceland she can quote see him walking down the stairs hear his laughter and can hear his music playing um and to this day like she still talks to him and still has um conversations with him and all these things all right mm-hmm. okay there is video footage of elvis in the jungle room at graceland and the jungle room is one of the most popular rooms that he loved to be in yeah and I saw the video. It's kind of it's kind of creepy. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's very seventies. Yeah, there is of course an episode of Ghost Adventures that spotted Elvis. Of course they did. <laughs> That's what I said. Of course. <laughs> um, he has been seen peering out a window, hanging out in the kitchen, and in the basement recording studio. Now, in the kitchen, was he making fried banana sandwiches? That's what I was about to say. Because that's what I wanted to know. Um, so, he has been felt in room 1016 at the fuck, Knickerbocker Hotel in Las Vegas. Oh, nice. Um, I forgot to write down his name and I should have, like an idiot. Um, but some other famous dude has seen him there. Mm. And has, like, felt his presence and, like, all this shit. And I'm like, that's... it's a lot. Um, I did not know Lisa Marie was a, um... A singer as well. Mm. I did not know this. She was also married to Michael Jackson. To who? Michael Jackson. Oh. I knew that. I just didn't know that she was a singer. Um, she wrote a song about the yard that they are buried and she has like done a few interviews and stuff saying that like she knows that there's a spot there waiting for her too and oh. to be like laid to rest when she finally dies and yeah I'm like oh 
I guess that's sweet, but it's also kind of like. I guess that's a little weird. Like, Like, oh, that's where I'll be buried too. That's a little weird. But I think she, don't quote me on this, but I think she was talking about trying not to be buried there. Like she, Hmm. she does want to be placed somewhere else. Elsewhere. Elsewhere. Yeah. Interesting. Because of all the attractions. Yeah, that's true. Like how busy it gets there and stuff, which I get. You know, I get that. Because I mean. Who, who knew that his house was going to become this popular after he passed, you know? Yeah. Um, and lastly, he has been spotted at RCA Recording Studios in Memphis. And I'm just assuming that's, like, one of the ones he would visit mm-hmm. most or go record at most. Yeah. It's my favorite one. You ready? Yep. Cruising the Vegas Strip in a phantom convertible. That's dope. I'm like, I've been on the Vegas Strip. I did not see that. We weren't outside a lot. This is also very true. It was like we a saw, thousand degrees outside. We saw old wrinkly leather Elvis. <laughs> we did. <laughs> and we took a picture. <laughs> I don't know where that picture's at, but it's somewhere. Oh, God, I don't know where it's at either. It was bad. He was very brown, tanned <laughs> from the sun. And wearing, I think, a thong. He was not wearing a shirt. <laughs> I don't he? think he was wearing pants. I don't think he was wearing pants either. <laughs> he was wearing, yeah, and then he had Uncle the jacket Brian. jacket with the tassels only. Yeah, and, and Uncle Brian was trying to, like, unlike him. <laughs> like, no, keep your clothes on, Uncle oh Brian. Oh my, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Yikes. I do want to go to Memphis, though. For other things other than going to Graceland, but I think what? that would be fun to do. That would be the only thing to do. I don't know, Tennessee seems pretty cool. Yeehaw. Well, they got, like, what, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fames out there and shit? I thought that was in Ohio. I don't know. Or is that the Baseball Hall of Fame? That's the Baseball Hall of Fame, I think. <laughs> I think, because my co-worker's sister used to live in Tennessee, and I think that's where she said that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was. I could be wrong, though. She could have said something else, Hall of Fame. Oh, it is in Ohio. What is? The, the baseball? Rock, the Rock and Roll Hall okay, of Fame. Okay, then what the fuck is in Tennessee? Graceland. Graceland. Besides the Graceland. Like Google. And the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> What's in Tennessee? <laughs> I have to know. Uh, what fam- yep, you're right. Yep, the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> um, oh, that Titanic Museum. Oh, maybe that. That I talked about was haunted. Mm-hmm. Uh, something to do with Andrew Jackson, but I, um, I'm fine. <laughs> Um, Dollywood. Oh yeah, Dollywood would be fun. Um, National Civil Rights Museum. Oh, it's the Country Music Hall of Fame. Maybe that's what it was. I knew it was some fucking Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, and a zoo. And a zoo. The Smoky Mountains. There's probably ghosts there. Mm, probably. There's probably ghosts at the Grand Old Opry and. Grand Old. It's hella grand and old. Grand and old. <laughs> old. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, Dollywood is kid friendly. <laughs> I wouldn't mind going to Dollywood, honestly. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. Uh. Well. 
Yeah. One of the cool things I had learned about Elvis a long time ago is he was super, super generous with his wealth and stuff. And I he, can see that. He really, really liked giving gifts to people. Um, and, like, friends would come over for dinner and he, like, he wore a lot of jewelry. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of jewelry. Mm-hmm. He gifted people a lot of jewelry. And we so were he- were born into the wrong fucking family, I feel like, sometimes. I wish I could have met Elvis and gotten jewelry. I mean, I wish we just were wealthy, but that's fine. Uh, I wish normal I am, at this point, I guess. I wish I was a trust fund baby. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, um, I feel like everyone wishes. Where's my generational wealth? Just kidding. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, he would just give people shit. That's, that's even awesome. shit he like had bought for himself, and he was like, "Ah, you know, you have it." Because he could and just so go out and buy it himself again. Yeah. And I guess he had like some, he had like a lot of big, it's like the 70s, so he had like, yeah. like big gaudy ass rings that he would wear and shit. Like the, you know, like a clock necklace? No, he's <laughs> definitely not that. Just big, like, yeah. brochy looking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, I have um, like Grandma Gladys's uh, brooches somewhere and like Mima's brooches somewhere. Brooches. I'm like, where am I gonna wear I saw, this to? I saw something somewhere that said brooches were coming back, and I'm like, <laughs> no. Says who? And why? I think it was just. I think I know what you're talking about, but it was just this one lady, the like one woman wearing her granny's brooches. But I think she was like a model in a runway show, so it was like a part of the oh, the fit. And I'm like, brooches aren't coming back. Ain't nobody else on TikTok said brooches. <laughs> nobody on TikTok is wearing a brooch. Okay, come I'm on. Calling bullshit. That's hella funny. Um, but yeah, yeah. That Very is fun. my fun fact about Elvis that I like the most. Mm-hmm. I don't like that he took his wife from Germany at the ripe old age of thirteen. I did not know that until you said something. Yeah, that makes me a little sad. It's a little sick. Well, it's a little icky. Yeah. Um. But yeah, thanks for the music. Mm-hmm. And cutscene. <laughs> um. Uh. I don't really feel like I have anything for nerd talk. I'm like halfway through that new book I've been reading. I finally got into the games part of the... Oh, yeah. Oh, you're getting to the part where you're going to fly through the rest of the book. I've already, like, two yeah. chapters in one night, and yeah. I usually don't do that, That's so. the part I hit, and then I finished it hella quick, yeah. so it was, like, a slow burn, and then it was, like, mm-hmm. done. Because um, I think that's, like, also the fa- like the fastest, the part that I went through the quickest in the other books, too, was... Yeah, because it's hella suspenseful. Yeah. Uh, the part that got me, spoiler alert... Is the fucking chick from Seven, I guess. Like, at the very beginnings, they got Marcus off the the podium oh, that he was yeah, yeah, yeah. subjected to. Yeah, that's right. And, like, just fucking hacked him. Yep, that was, part like, was that, pretty... Like, it was really gruesome in the book. Yeah, it I'm was. like, holy shit. Well, the Hunger Games books were freaking gruesome. They really were. I feel like this one, though, like, that that, that was, whole scene right yeah. there, like, took the cake, though. Like, that, that one got to me. Pretty cutthroat. Yeah. 
literally let's literally but yeah that's all i really have i mean i haven't watched any new shows i need new shows to watch i need something to do while i'm laid up for like a week so <laughs> i need to get caught up on boba fett i heard the last couple episodes are really good mm. and it ties into mandalorian a lot but also ties into apparently there's like a little easter egg for the sequels easter Aww, eggs cool. for prequels yeah it's like tying everything together it's pretty cool of course it would be the boba fett to tie everything together properly <laughs> and then the book i'm reading i think i talked about it a little bit at the end of the mm-hmm. last episode is a three body problem and i'm finally getting to the aliens parts oh man so like i said i'm about halfway through and it's pretty crazy I'm starting to get starting to get weird, so I'm excited. Cool. I can't read it before, but it's like not creepy mm-hmm. thus far. Like I yeah. said, I'm just now getting into the like mm-hmm. we were actually like at our secret base. We were actually studying aliens, kind kind of part. Yeah. So they're just now mentioning this, and nothing really that wild has happened. It's just it's just like mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, but not weird in like a like a bad way, I guess. But I keep having nightmares, and I'm like, why am I getting... There's nothing in the book at this point that would give me nightmares. Mm. But I keep having some fucking crazy-ass nightmares, and That's it's... interesting. It's getting old. Because <laughs> then I wake up in the middle of the night, I can't go back to sleep, so then I'm, mm. like, up for, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. So. I don't know, dude. I don't know either. Well, I mean... It'll probably, like, pass, though, because I was having nightmares, honestly, when we started this podcast. Yeah, okay. And then, like, I kind of got used to used to it but yeah i mean we haven't really talked too much about alien encounters since like last year technically so that could be like your subconscious just like but i haven't read like they haven't the aliens aren't there yet you know what it's because that's what your brain is doing it's i don't know it's but i'm not guessing i'm not having nightmares about aliens oh i'm having nightmares about a bunch of different shit oh you should have said that at the beginning you're just fucking weird then i guess just going through a phase yeah going through a phase um, that's it my client told me and i started watching the first episode that there's that new pam and tommy mm-hmm. show on hulu yeah with sebastian stan as tommy lee mm-hmm. and supposedly at the end of the second episode it's just crazy and like she Is was he, like naked like I, she said <laughs> But I was like, I have ideas. She goes, whatever you're thinking, times it by ten. And that was what I was thinking. I was like, okay, he's probably, like... Nude. Nude. Like, and you never really see dudes' peens, because... No. We don't do that. But she's like, no, it's it's just crazy. You need to watch it. So, um, I started the first episode, but I need to finish. And she goes, if even if you don't watch past it... <laughs> she's like, I just... Like, I haven't found anyone to, like, talk about it with yet. That's so, so funny. like, okay. She's like, text me as soon as you watch it. So. <laughs> just watch the end of the second one. <laughs> I mean, she said she only watched the first two episodes because she just wanted to know what everyone was talking about. Oh, so, shit. Um, I'm gonna have to go watch this shit now, too. Like, let's go take a break so we can report. Uh, but yeah, so. Um, yeah, there's that. I will be caught up on that at some point and we will talk about it um yeah mm-hmm. that's that's about it for my my nerdiness lately i've been hearing things about peaky blinders i don't know if you ever heard of that i've watched it all oh you have yeah is it worth the watch absolutely worth the watch okay it's so good cool i watched like first season in like 
two days. Cool. Yeah. Because I need, like I said, I'm going to need something to watch. and That one is good. And if you like weird looking men. I do. Killian Murphy is one of those weird looking, good looking men. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Definitely Tom Hardy's in it too. Absolutely. Just, just he is in it. it. I love me some Tom Hardy. Me too. Rowan and Andre. I'm <laughs> Mom of the year. I let them watch uh, Batman. Mm-hmm. But I've also let them see uh, Venom, mm-hmm. and Rowan has a really hard time understanding that Tom Hardy is both <laughs> Bane and oh, uh, Venom. Two different comic book series. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but it's not even that. It's just like yeah, like the difference just in his character. Oh god, it's hilarious. Well, you never see his face as Bane. Mm. Hmm. But he's a very versatile person. I know. And he's cute. And he's very cute. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah. I don't think I've watched anything else. Thirst Trappy. Thirst Trappy, yeah. No. I don't get any more Thirst Traps on my TikTok feed. Oh, it's, it's been out of Thirst Trap a little lately. I've been on, like, Gentle Parenting. <laughs> um... Trends I wish don't come back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> weird shit like that. And then I'll get like a hit of Adam Driver every so often, but that's just it. Just a little, just a smattering. Little. Yeah, that's it. Oh, childcare TikTok. Oh, the best. Yeah, that's fun. The skits are pretty funny. Food TikTok. Yeah, I'm food TikTok for sure. <sighs> All right then. Well, happy one year. If you've listened to us for a whole year, you the best. You are. um, You get a prize. Saints. Just kidding. You don't get a prize. You are awesome. You are special. (laughs) You are important. (laughs) You are loved. (laughs) You are kind. (laughs) You are smart. You are smart. Uh, no, really, thank you. If you've stuck with us this long, and especially the last couple of weeks where we have breaks without warning and all yeah. of that fun stuff, we really appreciate. Sorry, guys. We appreciate the the love, and we appreciate you keeping up with us. So, on that note, we will see you next week. Bye. Um, if you want, you can go follow us on Instagram. We are the Creepin' Pod. You can like us on Facebook. Have fun with that. You can email us or DM us if you have any stories you want to share, any requests. Our email is thecreependpodcast at gmail.com. You can now give really easy star ratings on Spotify. So if you listen to us on Spotify, all you got to do is go click on our page click the stars leave as many as you'd like call it a day if you prefer to leave a written review you can do that i think on apple and yeah that is it i believe um yeah all right well then we'll see you next week okay bye bye